Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let me just... Huh. Hi. Keep that in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Halifax. Uh, it's me, Reese from Canadian Politics is Boring, with Jesse from Canadian Politics is Boring. Hello. We're, this is um, and we've got a, a live show. We should have run this. Reese loves improving. We've got a live show do you, do you in hear? person. This totally sounds scripted, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we're doing it. We're finally doing a live show in person in the flesh. If you are in Halifax, Nova Scotia, this Thursday, August the nineteenth, August the nineteenth, at around six p.m. ish, we will be in Grand Parade in downtown Halifax performing on stage the Halifax Trivia. Ultimate Halifax. Ultimate Halifax Trivia. Or Ultimate Reese's Halifax Quiz. Quiz. This I'm, is a really I'm, good trailer. I messed this up so much. It's so, fine, it's fine. So Reese is going to come up with questions for how about Halifax, and me and other participants, other comedians? Other comedians. Other comedians are going to be tested and for a undisclosed prize that he's going to present to the winner. It's free. It's free, and after our little ha- Ultimate Halifax Quiz, there will be other comedians performing. There yeah. will be other sources of entertainment. We'll hang out. We'll hang out. We'll hang out. By the time it ends, it'll be close to my bedtime. Yeah, probably, right? But Um, it's free this this Thursday, the 19th Grand Parade, 6 p.m. Come down, say hi, have a good time. And if if you don't live in Halifax or Nova Scotia, you live in a different province, I'm very sorry. Thanks for listening to our ad for other people having a good time that you can't join in on. Just because you were born in the wrong province, province, we can't help that. Yeah, that's that's kind of sad. On with the show! On with the show! The election has been called! The election has been called! Things are about to kick off. Eric Eric O'Toole. To the journalists in the room. Justin Trudeau. This pandemic. After months of speculation. The federal election. Now 
is not the time for an election. Buckle up and get ready to ride the pandemic election roller coaster. I have an election erection. I I do have. I don't. I just wanted to play along. I just decided, and then like as soon as I was saying, I'm like, mm-hmm. it was a pretty pretty pre-royal joke on my part. I do apologize. <laughs> I I basically I basically are, said are the word as- erection because it sounds a bit like election. It wasn't clever comedy. I'll admit. <laughs> Are you as excited as, as I am not? My, my last time there was an election... I couldn't give a shit, honest to God. Last time there was an election, I wasn't really paying any attention to Canadian politics. Yeah, just like me. Because I'd been here barely a year, and I was still going, oh, Brexit, oh, Brexit. <laughs> so, um, but now I'm more informed, and I'm gonna, I can watch it. Haven't been informed by over 100 episodes of making a podcast about right. Canadian politics. I, I and too you can too. informed, but I still don't care, so, honest to God. But we've got a big plan for the election. We are going to cover it and talk about it. But the big question... Tell us about this plan. The I'm, question I'm, is... I'm, you've talked about... Uh, you, you don't know about this. I don't. But I've got a plan. I know, it's you've, called, got, I know you've who, got a plan, but like I don't know what the plan is. And who will Jesse vote for? That's what it's called. No. And if oh, you have to make this public by the end of this... You, don't, right. you don't have to tell us at the end, but <laughs> what I want to do is every episode we're going to talk... Gonna be really disappointing if I didn't, I guess. But <laughs> oh, just going pre- to pressure episodes of like pressuring Jesse into de- who's he going to vote for, and then by the end, I'm not telling you goodbye. And that's well, yeah. that'd be quite funny. <laughs> that would um, be funny. <laughs> so, so the idea is, is that every episode I'll talk to you about the leaders and the policies and the topics and as things go. Are we doing like another like a well, fuck act like a series of no, days? No, it's going to be every day. It's going to be still weekly, or maybe we'll do bonus episodes if something crazy happens. Maybe we'll just record it into a phone on the go okay. and release it just so it's a kind so of a it's, it's so basically no. Structured format moving forward with this, but we will cover it as necessary. Yeah, a jumbled mess. Okay, a jumbled yeah. mess for the election. A, a, That's a what you relevant can, jumbled. A man. relevant jumbled yeah. mess is so, for the election also, is what you can expect from us, I guess. Also, I want all listeners who are undecided. Or if you you you're thinking about of changing whether or not your mind, they want to listen to our show, no, whether or not they want to vote, or whether who they're going to vote for, reach out to us because we'd like to get an idea of oh, like swing votes. Yeah, yeah. So so let us know if you're undecided, or you're, you're kind of thinking you go one way or not the other, or you're thinking of changing your, who you vote and for. I will convince you personally to not vote at all. And at the end, we can then talk about like who changed their mind and why, and just keep it. Let us know. We just want this to be an interactive oh, thing. Oh God, it sounds so boring. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's not, it won't be boring. It's it won't, the last thing it will be is boring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving me a look as if you, you our audience member can see it he's, he's like his eyebrows going it's up dis- he's disapproving like, he's kind of like shut up Trusty. i hope you feel ashamed of yourself <laughs> every morning that's what the look sad just wake up with yeah. shame so i bet you're asking me how does an election play pool, out pool of sweat and shame no i'm i don't care well <laughs> i'll tell you jesse <laughs> um so uh, i feel like we're gone back to the beginning of when we started this podcast like i <laughs> It's just it's it's just a big fucking the whole thing is a wrestling match. It really is, man. Well, do you want me to explain to you how how an election works in no. Canada? Because <sighs> I'm gonna tell you. You're tell me anyway. Fuck it. So so uh, the Governor General, do you know just take governor, a nap. Governor General, GG. I've heard the term. I don't know what it means. Um, I don't care. They have the power to dissolve Parliament. Oh please, can they? Like toilet paper, just <laughs> like, um, like toilet paper hitting a stream of hot piss. Um, like they can dissolve Parliament. Honestly, I th- oh, my battery died. Hang on. I'm oh, I'm here to entertain you, uh, folks. This is new. Usually, I'm the one who goes to get coffee or whatever, and Reese entertains you by himself. Uh, his laptop battery died, and he's run off. What can we talk about? Uh, let me think. I had a delicious chicken burger today. It was one of the best things I've eaten in a long time. Oh, my God. There were pickles in it and some blue cheese. No bun either. I used lettuce. There's a weird lettuce trio thing. 
God, I'm so sorry for anyone who's listening to this. Uh, hurry up, Reese. I'm talking about chicken burgers. <laughs> Reese is back with the... Just turn off the spackle. There we go. <sighs> that was, I, I wish I had had some better content than the lunch I'd eaten today. What did you have? I did really oh, you do need to know again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, so, so hey, hey, there we go. So, the governor general, general can dissolve parliament. What does uh, that mean? I don't know what that means. It means they go, no more parliament. All of you no longer have jobs. That's what they Seriously? Yep. Yeah. And they all have to go home and then they have to... What? And then elect, they dissolve parliament saying there will be an election in this many weeks. So they no longer are members of parliament. They're now candidates who have to fight and campaign to win their fight own, for their jobs fight to win their job back that's is that happened yeah that happens every no hasn't yes an election's been called it happens every time they call an election they dissolve parliament back home no job for you prove us you need a job go and get well, people I'm to vote for you. the prime minister still is prime minister he is okay but it's only in kind of like a while campaigning so it's kind of like a caretaker capacity until the election happens weird okay yeah so it can, you can also have a there's fixed elections, but it can be overrided if um, there's a, a, a the, the, the prime minister loses a confidence vote in the House of Commons to <sighs> how many people vote? I don't sixty percent of people cast a vote ballot typically sixty yeah I thought um, it was less than that in between in between nineteen forty five and the nineteen eighty eight about seventy five percent of people used to vote who were eligible yeah people stopped giving a shit because because uh, the government doesn't. Do much, but uh, <laughs> and it, it fell dramatically between 1962 and 2011 to like 61. percent You know how, it, and you then know, it I rose get... up to 68 percent in 2015. I'm going to say something. Yes, and I, I realize that there's really no way for me to prove this. So this is you could you could call this a, you could call this a, a personally made conspiracy theory. I guess it's not really personally made. I kind of tailored it to you know from stuff that I've read. You read 1984, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, if you recall, in 1984, uh, they were always going to war with a certain country. Two countries who banned up together. Uh, there was like th- was Eurasia and yeah, I, f- I forget the name. It was like there were pretty much just three main factions in the world, and two of them would band together and war against the third. Yeah, and, and then, then they, they make you switch. forget. They, were they make you forget, and then they'd switch over. So not not in the sense of war, but I I kind of believe that government does this thing where like okay, we we know we have a certain amount of money. And that's all we've got to play with. That's it. And we have to somehow please everybody. We can't do that. The conservatives want this. The liberals want this. The, the Green Party wants this, etc. The, the people who voted for these parties want these things. So let's all just kind of like, I feel like almost like it's an inside fucking job where they're like, okay, you know what? We got to cut somewhere. We got to cut money from something to give money to to another group, and so no matter what we do, someone is going to be pissed off at us. Someone is going to be pissed off at us, and someone's going to be really happy with how we have allocated these funds. And every year or two or five or whatever, we're going to shift the funds. Okay, hospitals get them this year. Education gets them this year. This industry gets them this year. This industry, etc. And maybe it's not just one. Maybe it's like a huge bucket of whatever. But like, I feel like everyone in the government is kind of in the know. Like, no, this year we're going to piss off this group, but don't worry, they're going to be happy next year. And it's just like this. Everyone kind of fucking knows, and they play it off like a fucking wrestling event. Okay, where it's like you got to vote for us because this is going to happen. They know goddamn well it's going to happen, but they just want to feel important. You know, it. I feel like. 
like it's this big rigged fucking game to keep the system afloat because there's not enough money and not enough people to keep happy. And they just, they're doing a juggle and they're doing a juggle via wrestling match. That's, I genuinely believe this is what's happening. That was a good rant. Because like this has been going on for so long. Have people not, can they not see the patterns that have been happening here? You sound... You're, you're kind of expressing the opinion of most people who don't vote because they're just disenfranchised. There's a reason, man. No, no, no. That's not a criticism. I'm just saying, like, the, the reason a lot of people don't vote is because they don't feel like it's going to make any difference. They don't feel like the system yeah. will change. And that's kind of where you're coming from, is you're saying, I, it doesn't matter what I do. The yeah, It's going to happen. It's, what, what they, well, I get Ostagod, after living through the debacle is that how you say that? Debac- yeah. Debacle? That was the decimation of the Nova Scotia film industry, which I know I've talked about before. But like... You've never brought it up before. What are you talking about? <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> Just seeing, witnessing every single thing that was done to prevent it, such as we hired H&R Block to do a year-long study proving with numbers... Okay, math saying like, yes, this is profitable for the entire province. And we showed it to them and we proved it to them with facts and figures from a reputable source. They didn't care. We had, we wrote so many papers. We wrote so many essays. We, we went live and like, did, we, we did everything humanly possible with logic. And we like, we surpassed, we actually had meetings where we're like, look, we got to keep our emotions low. This isn't about motion, emotion. This is about facts and figures and math and showing it to them. And we did that as we brought our emotions down. We showed them so much math, so many numbers, so many figures didn't fucking matter. They just, I, I, I spoke to them. I like, I literally spoke to them before, like as they were passing this bill and they didn't give a shit. They didn't care at all. They just sat there listened to all of us and then did what they were going to do anyway. And no, to this day, no one knows why. Nobody fucking knows I why. I think it's probably it. what happened was they, they made the suggestion and they didn't want to back down. Oh, there's what like, happens is had, people, people, people will make a suggestion mm-hmm. and then they'll go, we, we got this amazing and everyone tells them they're wrong. And rather than go, oh, actually, do you know what? Maybe we didn't think this through. You're right. We won't do that. They go, no, this is the plan. Right. They wanted to just and, like, yeah. And it was, it's kind of they safe. Didn't want to say, they want, they're trying to save face by, by just digging their heel in the yeah, dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's, yeah, that's, that's, one, of the op- that's one of the options that you we could, came you, up with. You could give them as much evidence as you want and as many facts and figures as you want. But ultimately, when it comes down to well, it. Well, I actually, I actually wrote, like, this is one of the things that I, a speech that I wrote and I, I gave in, um, I forget where it was, but it was like I came up with there was four different answers as to what the fuck was happening. One was that they know more about the 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 finances and the math of the film industry's effect on our economy. And and we, the film industry, are too stupid to understand what they're trying to tell us. Doubtful. Two, that we know more about it than they do, and they just can't grasp what we've been telling them for like a year and a half. Three, they have a hidden fucking agenda that they're just not telling us. Or four, that they realize they've made a mistake, as you said, and they're trying to save face by digging their heels in the dirt and saying, no, we know better than you do because we're the politicians. Just trust us. And I think it was that one. Honestly, yeah. I think you're right. The simplest explanation is usually. Yeah. But like, again, like why, like a year and a half and so much work, so much work. And it, it made the smallest, tiniest of dents, the tiniest of dents, basically to shut us up and get this, the fuck out of their faces, you know? And yeah. so like, yes, I'm disengaged. I'm a disengaged, disen, um, what's the word you look for? You, you used or you used disengaged voter. Yeah, of yeah. course. Cause like, I feel like it doesn't fucking matter. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want anyway. Yeah. Even if I vote someone in who makes a thousand promises, there's no guarantee they're going to do anything 
any of those promises once they get in. There's no system in place that punishes them for not attempting their promises that got well, there them is. voted. There is. The, what? Like, vote. they don't get voted next time, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's, but like, that's while you they're do in, that's, they can that's, do whatever the, the fuck they want. The, like, one, the one thing you do the have. The one thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so if you put all that energy into organizing people in the community to vote or not vote for people, that's how you do it. I that's guess, the one thing you, not, you do but, have. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to be working, does it? Well, only because the system only works like if voting voting levels are low if voting levels are like 60 percent yeah then yeah it doesn't work because essentially you think if a party wins with 35 but hold on you're saying that like before when it was 75 80 percent that it was working better it went down because it wasn't working <laughs> no it went down because <laughs> because people thought like why the people fuck are we doing were disengaged this? you know but yeah. also don't forget the generation who were the generation who were voting and coming mm -hmm. out to vote all the time had just fought in a big war and lots of people had died and had this experience mm. and had just defeated um dictatorships and then also there was the rise of 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 the ussr mm -hmm. and kind of communism and on other kind of authoritarian governments there so for a lot of people it was like democracy where this is like a, a guiding light in the world we've seen terrible things but this is good this is good you know so whereas me and you haven't had that same experience like Thankfully. as far as we're like nah, whatever <laughs> oh no my nintendo switch batteries died you know those are our problems so of course people aren't engaged because their life experience is very different and uh, you, you can know. take someone who has had a horrifying experience with fire and they could try to put out the fire with mayonnaise and find out through that horrifying experience that mayonnaise does not work very well at all as a fire suppressant and then you could take me who did not have a horrifying experience with fire and i could still discover that mayonnaise is an awful fire suppressant i don't need an awful experience to tell me the government doesn't fucking work very well no, no, no. I, I guess i guess i it's not that it doesn't i'm not saying that like the more if people vote if 100% of the eligible voters vote... It's like it's something the, to do for old people. No, no, but the problem is is that the less... Not voting, I mean government. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but the thing is is that if... If they have nothing else in their life other than like a boys club to pat each other on the back, let's see how many votes we can get. But, but that's the thing, though. If you could uh, bring out... You, you look at like some of the major parties, like they win with like 36% of the vote and they form a government. Well, that's 36% of only 60% of people who are eligible to vote right. of of everyone who isn't eligible to vote. Yeah. You think that's a tiny percentage tiny. of the population really who get to decide everything for everybody else. Yeah. So if you got, if it's 60% and 36% voted for the government, more people didn't vote than voted for the government. So if those people got involved, they could instantly wipe out all of the political parties that are there and form a government with completely new people. So you can have change. If you really, if people really wanted and really want to engage with the system, you can work that system where you can completely blow everything out of the water. But when people, the problem is, is that you're saying... Are you talking about starting a revolution and starting our own there's a side great, there's, government? There's a, there's a great Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle episode where a teacher creates this system of like within the classroom where they play each other's egos off against each other. And um, Malcolm uh, manages to um, basically completely wreck the whole thing by <laughs> using the system to overload the system. And that's really says you can't you can't beat the system but you can break it so essentially you know you can if people are really that disenfranchised they could all turn out one day and vote for some completely new party and and do it it's just that it's, it's that not people, it's people, not people disengaged with who they're voting for it's disengaged with the system itself 
But the system is... If every single insurance company you have ever dealt with has fucked you over, will you continue to buy insurance if you don't have to? You just got to try that other insurance company. Really? A thousand insurance companies for the past 200 years have fucked you over. You're going to convince me to buy... You just got to try this new insurance company. Like You just got to get more involved with the insurance companies. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) If if you approach it from the point of view where... If you're able to find real candidates who you want to vote the for. The system is broken. <laughs> hey, Jesse, do you know what time it is? What time is it, Reese? Ad time. Yay. <laughs> no, that's back after these, uh, these important things. Ads. Hello, I'm Chris Locke. I'm James Hartnett. And I'm Michael Balazzo. And we're the hosts of comedy podcast, Evil Men. It's a podcast where comedians, us, joke around about different bad guys, rude dudes, and sometimes murderers. Yeah, we might talk about a horrible person like Jeffrey Dahmer. A depraved maniac from ancient Rome like Caligula. Or even sometimes a mean cartoon character like Gargamel. Because the things he did to the Smurfs were just awful. Yeah, we talk about all these things, but most of the time we're joking, you understand? Or comedians. We're foolish by nature. Catch us on the Sonar Network and download us wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Everardo Ramirez. I'm a comedian. I know. And I want to tell you about my new podcast. I know. It's called Public Access Podcast. It's a limited comedy anthology series out now on the Sonar Network. Each episode is a completely new show from a fictional public access channel. It's a limited series with only 10 episodes, so you don't have to worry about this thing downloading on your phone every week for the rest of your life. Plus, it has some of my funniest friends on it, like Mark Little, Nick Nemiroff, Meg McKay, Mikey Kohlberg, and some others. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, you know how to find it. I don't even have to tell you. If you're listening to this right now, then you know how to find a podcast. Just look for Public Access Podcast. The system is broken so much so that the answer is not we need more involvement with this broken system. We need a different system. I don't know what the new system is. I have no – I'm not an economist. I don't know <laughs> what kind of – like I don't know. I, I just – all I see is this broken jalopy with smoke pouring out of its engine rolling down the road. I don't know how to make a better car or a new car. All I know is to – I can point with confidence at that car and say that is broken. And people will say, fine make a better car. I'm like, I don't know how to make a fucking better car, but I do know a system, a broken system when I see it. And this no, no, is no. a broken system. The, but the thing is, is that you look, you look at politicians, they are the same cross-section of every, as everybody so the, else the, in society. The, the, question, are, the question to be answering at the end of the series is not who is Jesse going to vote for. But should he but vote? Should he vote? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you'll be inspired to vote by this. But no, my, my point I was going to make was, is that Politicians are the same cross section of society as everybody else. Some of them expose themselves on camera. Some, some of them, you know who you are. Yeah, some of them are, are um, you know, 
are awful people making de- cynical decisions to, to line their own pockets. Some are genuinely I- ideologically driven people who want to make the world better. The, I don't think so. There's going to be some people who are. Like uh, that. Are fine. You yes, can't I say feel, that. You know, there are some yeah, people who are really I, driven by yeah, purpose. I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. And and there are some people who are incredibly smart. There are some people who are coasting based on privilege and are in that position. Like I really like Yagmeet Singh, Jugmeet, Jugmeet Singh. However, like because he's he's got some really nice policies he talks about and he seems to genuinely care but then he goes on these rants of attacks on on Trustin Trudeau and other politicians and I'm just like I can't get behind that like it's just it's childish it's fucking but childish also I kind of think that the it's not the politics and the politicians solely that have trashed people's opinion of the system the system we live in you look you look at the cost of living and wages you know it's not an easy time compared to our parents. Oh, please. You know, but no, no, but that, that's something that plays no, in. Name, but, but one, also, name one year in the past hundred years that was an easy time. No, no, but <laughs> what I'm talking about is that the, the disparity between the cost of living and wages was very different in the 70s and the 80s. Oh, in the 50s and 60s too. Yeah, yeah exactly, just exactly. Like, so, so now we're... You know, we're if you were a 21-year-old, you could leave You could leave your mom and dad, you could go and get a job and then buy yourself a house. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. That was the thing you could exactly. do. <laughs> but you, you look, we're, we're like people our age and younger are the first mm. generation who are worse off than their parents oh, who are retired. I don't know if we're the first generation, but we're yeah, yeah. the generation in a long so, time, so, yeah. So, like, generally speaking, the system is, and I think a lot of the apathy right now, especially with, and always is with younger people, they're either disengaged because the system isn't working, so they don't want to engage with it. Well, the only people that are being, the only people that are being benefited from uh, voting and politicians are the politicians. And, the young, and, people, and young the, people aren't like it's not like every time a young person votes, they they suddenly they get do, a windfall. Do, do you know what fix it? <laughs> the system in Denmark, yeah. it's illegal to donate money to political parties. Oh my god, that would be perfect. so. What happens is, although what you, happens people is, will find a way. No, people no, will but, fucking find a way to but, secretly like. Yeah, hey, man, you want to go for coffee? Let me leave a two hundred thousand dollar tip on the table this, right this, next this, to you. This person, like, <laughs> this person's a new finance minister because they bought me a latte. Right. Um, so, but, but, but what I'm saying is, is in Denmark, what happens is they go, great, you're a, you're a large political party. You're allowed to run a campaign here is your set budget that mm-hmm. is given to you by the government right here is your six slots on primetime tv here is, here are your 15 radio slots uh here's this and they go this is your campaign and here's the money so they then have to campaign like that you can go out and knock doors as much as you want um, you can't accept, you can't money. accept money from business or there's interest no fucking groups. way that's not happening there's no there is no fucking way that's not happening but if that hap- if if you did that and yeah. you had that system then it would mean that when a politician to get elected, if you need to but to buy the loyalty of all these groups who help fund your campaign and and kind of get you there to the position where you can actually get almost voted in yeah. and then get voted in and you're you're in the debt of lots of lots of interests. If you can do it without that, then you've got a much cleaner slate to make decisions based on um, on what. What can you do? Because honestly, I think that any politician who becomes prime minister genuinely wants to leave a legacy where they're loved and adored, and people want to build yeah, statues of the problem, them. Man, no, but they Their want, they want that. Way. They want that, and I think the the problem is is that they're human, and all the other interest groups that got them there in the first place warp their perception of what they can do. Oh, of course, party Corruption politics suit. warps it. I, I had an idea that. I'm actually curious as to why it hasn't happened. Okay, so you know boy bands in the 90s? Yes. Okay, in the early 2000s, boy bands were a thing, and they continue to be a thing in Japan and Korea, and I don't know why, but they are. Okay, but they are 
curated. It's not like all these guys are friends from high school and they're all just perfectly fucking chiseled, oh, they gorgeous cast. men. They cast, they're cast. in a movie, yeah. They're casting a movie, okay, to see how long, how well they get along with one another, to see how well they look to, like at one, like with one another in a group. Can they sing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then they want to make sure they can all sing certain pitches and they want to make sure that they're attractive to a certain demographic. This is not just cast. This is, this is, I don't want to say manipulation. This is um, a formula. These people in the music industry, it's brilliant. They know what they're doing step by fucking step. Oh, even or, even the, the pace of the songs and the lyrics, everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything is curated and, and formulated to the point where they know it's going to work before they even do it. Okay? And they do it. Now, why hasn't that happened in government? And maybe it has. No, they do. I think they do it all the time. But I'm talking like this. You're right. Ego gets in the way. Ego definitely gets in the way when people are elected because, like, oh, I have to to make everyone love me so that I can get reelected. Fuck that. What if, what if a party, you know, formulated a politician to be elected? Okay, like there are things no, that I think, I think that's, what, on, they, let me, that's, that's what they do. They do that. Oh, let me go on a little mini rant here. Okay? Well, I'll just, top of just the other five yeah, mega yeah, rants. Yeah, just a mega rant. <laughs> this is a mini rant. My mega rant. Yeah, your mega rants. Yeah. So what if what if they're like we're going to take this guy and his name is Bill Schneider? I don't know. I'm just going to old Willie Schneider. Old Willie Schneider, right? And we're going to we're going to create a public image of him. Okay, that will get him elected because we know right now that. These people are voting more than these people are voting, and these people vote this, et cetera, et cetera. So we're just going to put everything towards this. And we know how to get them elected. We know how to manipulate the system. We know how to manipulate, you know, um, all the media. And by manipulate, I mean, well, fucking manipulate. Yeah, it's propaganda, right? It's, it's not, you know, it's not rocket surgery, you know. Uh, no, you're not going to call me on that? I look. <laughs> I'm just staring at you blankly. <laughs> Rocket surgery. <laughs> it's not brain science. <laughs> so they get him in and they get him elected. Willie Schneider. Old yeah. Willie Schneider, right? And no matter what fucking promises he made, it doesn't matter. For the next four years, okay, he does, he just pisses everyone off by doing what needs to be done instead of instead of just trying to make everyone like him he's like we're gonna cut carbon tax we're gonna we'll put a carbon tax not cut it we're gonna put a huge carbon tax out there for all businesses fuck you fuck you i'm not voting for you go ahead i don't give a shit whatever it's done you know we're gonna do this for the environment we're gonna do this for the economy we're gonna do everything that needs to happen now of course there's all you know the money allocation as we talked about before that i'm fairly certain is a thing but like the world is currently on fire and we need to do something about the environment wouldn't it be great to get a patsy in and just get him vo- it voted in right and then have him be the villain to do everything that needs to be fucking done, like a strict parent ripping the candy away from the child who's screaming this entire time, I hate you, daddy, I hate you. You know, it needs so to So what happen. you're saying is we need some kind of uh, aggressive dictator <laughs> to tell us. What we need, what we need is a... Is a oh sec- my God, I was actually going in that direction. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's where I was... Oh okay, my God, wow. This is, this is why people need to vote. This is why, because if you don't, then you'll just start thinking like... And you know, we with old Willie Schneider and his Willie regime. The, the regime of Willie Schneider will take over. <laughs> All hail Willie Schneider, the glorious leader. Um, so, uh, yeah. So if you want to join Jesse's dictatorship... <laughs> I'm not, not going to take it back. Some, I, stand where, I, I stand by my words. I think there's, there's, there's a bit of a thing where if people vote, people vote for someone who's going to do the things they would like them to do. Um, 
I, I think I think a lot of it is the short termism as well. Though they go, what do I need to say to win this election? What can, what easy wins can I get within my first six months to let people know I'm doing a good job? There's the short term. But when we did the the episode about the um, Iroquois. The, the confederacy and every decision they made they had to think about the seventh generation and how it would affect them it's that was a, amazing it's a very different way of thinking about it. and i think that if people if people did think in terms of the seventh generation with that mindset then we would instantly have governments that were solving the issues around global warming of course because they'd be but given their the politicians today as you stated are more afraid of not being reelected than they are of having a world for their children to be able to breathe in yeah, yeah, and I think that part of it as well is that... And, and I've, like, I've it's said sad this before, how I, true that is. That's the, It's not even really just, like, that. there's truth in that, and that's so fucking sad. But, <laughs> but again, though, I think that nothing, like we've talked about, it's the political system is a system, and the problem with systems is that people get lost in those systems and they yes. lose track of who they are. No, oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. you're automatically... So even, like, if you're the leader of that system, you're still part of that system. So, I, so I you, still, you still get dragged into it. Because we've, we've been ranting for, like, a while now. Did you have a topic? I did, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it again. That's why I'm just... But honestly, I think we've had a few comments from listeners who say they like listening to your perspective because you... you because you you represent that 40% of people who don't vote. Yeah. Your opinion is people who are like, fuck this system. I don't care. I haven't, it won't, what, what can it's I do? It's not that I'm you, against government. No. I'm against a broken government. Yeah. And I, and I think Denmark, which, which, which the, I, the, like maybe I'd like to learn more about how they got the Denmark. Maybe the, we should the, move the, to Denmark. The, the Danes. Maybe we should talk about the Danish system. Anyway, my, my point is, is that this, we is, have, we have, this is why you, one or two listeners in Denmark. This is why I want you. Hello, to, by the way. Hello, Danes. Um, <laughs> hello, is, you beautiful Danes. This is why. <laughs> that's a good t-shirt. Um, this is why you need... We've got two people who buy them. And this is why we need to do this process to the election, because your reaction to stuff. If we go, oh, look, they said this. These are the policies, and you can just... And I can express how much I don't give a shit. You can about them. It's great. And everyone will laugh and have fun. So, uh, yeah, so the election's been called. This is how Jesse feels about it. I personally feel like uh, the system is far from perfect, but far, but far the more, from perfect. The more um, nice, civil, and grown-up people you can vote in to represent that system, you can change it over time. I believe for the better, and it's all based on the quality of candidates and who's running for you. So don't vote thinking about um, who which party will win. Vote thinking about the person you're actually voting for in your region, in the in the riding yeah. room. Because because the more regardless of regardless of 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 uh, everything else that's going on, think about how they're going to conduct themselves. Think about because they are going to conduct themselves the exact same way every fucking politician before not them necessarily themselves. Not, yeah, but not necessarily. There are. Do you know what? And this is true. Um, well, it's not true. It's it's conjecture um, that a lot of people have talked about. This isn't my theory. That one of the reasons Trump was so popular was because he was different. Dramatically, dramatically different from... That's a nice way of describing him as different. different. Yes, okay, (laughs) that's true. He was insane, but still, like, beyond the norm of what you'd expect from a politician. And, And from disengaged voters... These, that's why you, you get these like people like why the fuck are you voting for well, Trump? Well, they, 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 those they, are the disengaged voters. Who yeah, because there was like, nobody yeah. like Trump. Because and that's the thing. The thing. The I thing mean, he was evil, but he was different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it, it was people who came out the woodwork because they were like, I'm not voting for them because they're not racist. And they were like, finally, a racist to vote for. <laughs> and when we, my fav, my favorite story about Trump. 
My favorite story about Trump. Finally, a racist to vote for. And that's what happened. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what happened was, my favorite story was when the January the 6th insurrection happened in the White House. He was watching it live on TV. And, know, he, right. and he complained about how the fact that the people represented him and taking over the, the Congress for him was so unclassy. <laughs> I mean, that's his people. But that's the people, exactly. <laughs> right, so right. so he, he hates those people, but he, he fires them up in a way that no one can comprehend. If anything, if anything we could learn from the Trump administration, and I do think there is a very big lesson to learn here, is that, like, politicians are so fucking scared that they're going to misstep or say the wrong thing as if that's going to make a fucking difference. It's not. In fact, the more human you are, the more you yeah. just speak your goddamn mind. Be a right? pod, be, get a podcast. Just be honest. Talk about it into it. Talk about it into the microphone every Honestly, day. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. If just, 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 like, do a, just do a diary. I know you're joking, but if a politician who was like running for office got his own fucking podcast and just talked like a human goddamn being, yeah. they would have so much clout. It would be insane. Well, it's because just, they just, all yeah. come across as fucking robots. Don't look so curated. <laughs> just, just, just right? be a normal person. I mean, yeah. fucking, what's his name? The b- banana bread dude. Aaron O'Toole. Aaron O'Toole. He loves banana bread. He's, I mean, that's the one thing that he's discovered that might kind of makes him look human, right? So like, he's trying. I don't know if he's there yet, but he's trying. He was, yeah. I guess he was trying. He's trying. <laughs> but you know, yeah. Banana Again, bread. shaking hands with with uh, with. Banana Joe, Joe Biden with his right. foot in a bucket. The foot bucket, yeah. And every time he does a step, he goes. <laughs> further. So, anyway, I've got to go. Right. Yeah, this is, this We've got to go. But this has been the, the election's hot, hot been topic. called. The election's been called. Yay! And so we're going to talk about the election. So this is our election launch special. For fuck's so, sake! Oh god. Okay. Election. Election. Yay. So, uh, so more election stuff on the way. Oh, but, and thank you so much for those of you who put up comments, uh, our reviews, uh, put up reviews in Apple Podcasts. Those very cool of you. And if you want to help us out, um, that is one way that you can definitely do that is by going and leaving a comment, a comment, a review on Apple podcasts it takes 20 seconds out of your day and genuinely helps us if you're like oh my god i wish more but people maybe, knew about this amazing the another five second spell checking that's my advice sure okay yeah to that's, 25 that's our call to action for today spell uh, check your reviews spell check reviews and then send them yeah to us yeah yeah, yeah. bye bye everyone love you are about to kick off. Aaron, Aaron O'Toole. To the journalists in the room. Just Justin Trudeau. This pandemic. After months of speculation. The federal election. Now is not the time for an election. Buckle up and get ready to ride the pandemic election ro- roller coaster. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 